I keep forgetting my eyes like this. Oh, yeah. I didn't want... What's up? What happened? I poked myself in the eye. That fucking rules. Yeah. (laughs) That fucking rules, dude. Yeah. It was one of those situations where somebody was like... Dude, for someone who I've known so long to be confident in their bodies and have total and complete like master of that domain, yeah, to be like I poked myself in the eye. That's what it was. It was like I was bragging. I was like, "Who's the least clumsy guy on earth?" This- oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That rules. <laughs> that rules. That rules. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so that's legitimate? How, how, wait, did you? How did you? Is that a real story? How you poked yourself in the eye? Fuck on this guy. Yeah, that's what I, <laughs> this guy. That's ah, what I thought. <laughs> well, no, also, but it, the, it was the precursor to that. It was like, guess who's not clumsy? This guy. Fuck. Yeah, no. I was like, guess who has two thumbs and one eye? This guy. Ah, fuck. <laughs> that would have been an awesome way to get it. Yeah. No, but it was it was that jujitsu. I was trying to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was trying to to do an arm drag. And I was trying to arm drag two guys in a row. Okay. Because uh, we were playing a game where one guy was kind of bodyguarding another guy. And I had to remove something from the back of the guy behind him. We were playing tail tag. Yeah. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to make it sound I'm like, I was like, like the I was least like, palsy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Sydney, you're confusing jujitsu with flag football again. I don't know how many times we have to go over this. That's basically what it was. It yeah. was like flag jujitsu. Right, right, right. Where one guy was like behind another guy and had to get through this guy to, to take the, the flag off the other guy's back. The, the right. tail. The tail. It was a tail. It was, I mean, it was, it, was a, it was a belt that was in his belt that looked like a tail. Okay. And I had to remove it. So my plan was I was going to arm drag the first guy and then arm drag the second guy. And when I arm dragged the first guy, I took my hand out to get to the, the second guy, and I poked myself in the eye. Okay. Now, now, when that happened, did you did the did everything kind of stop, and you guys had to regroup? No. Nah, okay. Good. I kept it moving. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> yeah, good. I, I had a pretty good, good position. Okay. Good. You know, I just love the idea of you like training to be in a fight, and then you get in a fight, and you poke yourself in the eye. You're like, all right, hang on, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. Ow! 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 Fuck! 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 Ow! No, I get after it, man. Like, like uh, I don't, yeah, I, don't sure. st- I don't stop if any weird bumps and bruises. Like, people yeah. knee me in the face and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I'm like, "I didn't stop." Yeah, let's go. Are you? I mean, I assume you're also an accomplished jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Well, she. I'm is sorry, jujitsu. My bad. The, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. She is the accomplished jujitsu. I'm. I do it. She competes. And nice. She brings home all the accolades. Like, I don't. Like, I mean, I just poked myself in the eye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I assume you're also accomplished. <laughs> I poke myself in both eyes. Yeah, 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 that's a very advanced technique. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so do you guys do you guys square up? Mm-hmm. We put some uh, matches on Instagram and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I have. I did see that. Do we square up? You guys, like, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, that's what we called it in Kempo Karate, dude. I don't know what they say in Jujitsu. You think that's your last pancake? You think that last pancake is yours? <laughs> How about we square up real quick? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of a great. That's kind of like the healthiest thing I can imagine, though, is that you guys are like getting a little tiff, and you're like, you know what? It's Bring out that weird thin oh, blue mat. <laughs> Do you hit your wife? <laughs> That's what that question is. <laughs> you can hit your wife as long as you're wearing a gi, dude. Yeah, I think that is absolutely a technicality. It might be. <laughs> That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah. This is yeah. so bad. Yeah, but like, 
if, I, if you were ever in an abusive relationship and the cops get called, you just make her put on a gi and you put on a gi <laughs> and then they show up and you're just like, hey, look, man, tournament's next week. We're just practicing. I mean, you don't. Dude, that's a. I think that's. I think that's an extremely abusive relationship where if you uh, beat up your wife and then change her clothes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yes. Like, holy shit, dude! Calm down. You can just be wearing the gate. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, Lou. So, one of the things that we've been doing before we start the podcast is uh, we've been doing uh, taking like a couple meditative breaths. Okay. Right. Do you meditate at all? No, not not at all. All right, so we're just going to take a couple of these meditative breaths. Okay. And uh, Ansley has a technique. You, you want to describe your technique? Um, we just trace the outside of the box. So we're going to breathe in for four seconds, like slowly throughout the four seconds, hold it for four seconds, and slowly breathe out for four seconds, and then hold it. And we'll do that like two times. Okay. Do I have to move my finger? No, no, no. I, I oh, enjoy oh. being autistic. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. All right. okay. I was a little nervous coming here today. I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Yeah. And you're like, shapes. So I'm like, I can do shapes. Let's go. <laughs> you can hold your steering wheel if, you like, to, if that yeah. helps. Honestly, yeah, that that yeah, that might help. All yeah. right. So we're just gonna breathe in, breathe yeah, out. Yeah, I'll okay. do a count right. for us. Right. Ready? So breathe in. One, two, three, four. Hold it. Breathe out. Hold. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Hold. And we're ready. That easy. Damn, dude. I'm fucking horny right now, dude. Let's, <laughs> oh, yeah. let's go, dude. <laughs> Uh, the Chicago Pop, we're back again. Yes. We did it again. We survived mm -hmm. another week. Wait, so are these these are all, are, are these, uh, th this is a new, new new line of questioning. It is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, question right. number one, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, ab absolutely new questions. Uh, Lou is a, is a returning guest. Uh, you know, again, our guest is Lou Miziano. No, no, none other than the Lou Miziano, by the way. And uh, I'm Sydney. This is Ansley sitting Hello. next to me. And... Uh, we, I mean, we already we're, we're we're basically into it. You you jumped us into it. Okay. So if you, if you're if you're here for the first time, basically what we're trying to prove with this podcast is that anybody could potentially reach enlightenment, no matter how horny they are. <laughs> no matter <laughs> what type of sense of humor they bring to the table. Every time I come, I'm just like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's, yes. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. 100%. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. And uh, so what we do is everybody gets the same questions. And, uh, you know, we're trying to pop open these chakras from the bottom chakra up. Love and it. hopefully by the end of it, uh, Lou will be a changed man. Love this energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, now are these like, have you guys... Is there like a book of some sort that like you guys are following or do you like, are these just your, all your own questions? Like have you just come up with these random questions or is there like, did some like dude in like a robe sitting on a mountain like 400 years ago, figure out the questions that you're about to ask me? Um, no. Well, I, I, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't, I haven't read all the books written by the robe guys okay. <laughs> for the most part, but uh, <laughs> I can't wait to go to Barnes and Noble and be like, what are you looking for? I'm looking for the robe guy books. Ah, <laughs> oh, he gets it. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, so it's just like, you know, we have uh, what could be, I think, described as a rudimentary understanding mm-hmm. of the chakras mm-hmm. and what the chakras symbolize, uh, in, not necessarily just in the body, but what they represent as far as, um, you know. Uh, Emotions and, yeah. Yeah. We'll with, go with emotions. With emotions, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I'm into it. And then uh, the questions have been formatted based off of that. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, we are, we so, are designing the question. So there is a method to the madness. There is a method. Okay. There is a method to the madness. All right. Yes. Yeah. I will do. Yeah. Let's 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 go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and everybody, like I said, everybody gets the same questions. We start off with a little icebreaker question, just to get an idea of who Lou Miziano is. And then we get into popping open these chakras. Let's do it. All right, Ace, take it away. All right, so Lou, what's the best advice you've ever given to somebody? Mm, that's a good, that's a fantastic question. Um, I was... <laughs> I should I, get a rope. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think this happened recently. And I don't know, there are times where it's like I give... Anytime I think about trying to give good advice, I always end up like stumbling over my words and I never really get it right. It's always the times that like you really give the best advice when like you're actually listening and not like waiting for your turn to give the advice. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And... Oh, it's funny you actually asked this question because I have I have it written down on my phone somewhere, but it was like um, <laughs> you impressed yourself. I so did, much I did, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I hundred percent was like, damn, that was really good. I write down what I just said. Um, but someone was talking about, um, you know, raising their kids and how to, you know, sort of like push them in the directions that they should be pushed, and you know, without kind of seeming overbearing or whatever. And I said to them, I was like, you know, it seems like the goal isn't to give them the right answers, but to give them the right questions. Mm. Mm. and I, I that flew out of my face and i was like god damn i don't even have fucking kids dude let's go <laughs> yeah yeah you know so it's like you know you're not trying to give your kid the exact answer but it's like you want to arm them with the right questions that they should be asking themselves okay to kind of figure out like what it is that they want to do with their life you know instead of being like hey you should play basketball it's like hey like what brings you joy like what do you like to do does that make sense yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I gotta start uh, designing my questions a little better. Why? My did questions I not? are like, what are you gonna sit on your couch the, your whole fucking life, you lazy fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what you're talking about? Like questions like that? <laughs> you going out with those freckles? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? You sit around and do nothing, and girls are just gonna like you? Is that what you think? You think that's gonna happen? I mean, okay. Well, to be fair, there is an element of that for a while. Mm. Like, not giving a shit and not doing anything to, like, young, dumb people is, mm. like, kind of an attractive thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. But you're, but you're attracting young... You're attracting dumb oh, people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. it's, like, that's the only... If that's the only, you know, pond you're fishing from, that's the only way you know how to catch those fish. Yeah. You know? What, do you but, want to get stuck with a dumb brawl like yeah, your yeah, mom yeah. did? Yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. But, like, for a while, like, not caring and not giving a fuck is, like, sexy and, like, a desirable thing. It's not until like you really kind of grow up later in life where you're just mm. like, oh, you're a fucking loser. Like I actually yeah. want someone that's like motivated to like, you know, not just sit around and jack off all day. Okay. So do you, do you feel like, uh, I'm not motivated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you, what kind of questions would you have asked yourself if you, if you could go using that methodology? What yeah. kind of questions would you ask yourself? Like compared to oh. maybe, and then what questions do you feel like you were being asked? Oh. Uh, 
I, I think the biggest question I would ask is who the fuck do you think you are? Um, no, I would, that's interesting. Uh, I was, yeah, I, well, shit. Now I'm actually going to contradict myself now because I was given a lot of like, <laughs> stop asking me questions, mom. <laughs> yeah. No, but I was given like a lot of like, well, what do you want to do? And then it just kind of like stopped after that. Like there was not a lot of like follow up or like, mm-hmm. it, like, like if I it? like, so here, okay. So actually, you know what? It was, the, I would ask myself questions that would give me more of a work ethic and a follow through. Like the minute I was like not into something anymore or like I wasn't like somewhat good at it right off the bat, I would be like, all right, well, I'm done with this. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, that to this day like happens, like, if you're trying to teach me like a new board game, if I'm if I don't win the first time I play, I'm like this game sucks. I'm never doing this again. Yeah, I hate this. That's that's a legitimate thing for board games. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I would like I would ask myself something that would give me more of like a work ethic that would inspire me to get more of a work ethic as opposed to, you know, trying something once or twice and then being like, I, I don't care. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Dude, when you lose to somebody in a board game, you're like, you're you're just so more advanced at this board game than I will ever commit. Well, myself see, here's to the thing: is that I <laughs> I have that, like, I have not, I have no, I have no any athletic bones in my body, zero. But I still get that like dumb caveman male, um, like, uh, I need to win. Ness, what's mm. the word I'm looking for? Competitiveness. Competitiveness. That's see, I'm so not good. At it. I don't even know what the word is. What's the word when you compete? I've never done it before. Um, but yeah. So, but I still have that in me. So it boils up in other ways. So like beer pong and flip cup, I will lose my fucking mind if mm. I lose. And then yeah, like things like board games. Like my friends beat me in Rummy Cube twice mm. over the weekend, and I was like, fucking stupid. Yeah. I'm going to go hunt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I mean... Yeah, and I'm going to find these red solo cups. Yeah. <laughs> See, but here, here's the thing though, like, and, and that's what's so funny about it to me is like, you know, all those like fucking dorks that are like, you know, call football sports ball and like think that like, you know, you know, watching male athletes hit each other is like fucking like, nah, we're, we need to be more advanced in this. It's like, okay, no matter how much of a dweeb you are, like you still have that competitiveness in you, Yeah. you know? And I also, maybe it's a human thing uh, as opposed to me being like, you know, I still have that guy thing in me. Yeah. Um, But, you know, being around, you know, pretty much dudes my whole life, it's like, you know, no matter how much of a, you know, pretentious dick bag you want to be about like you know why football is lame it's like okay well you still have whatever your version of football is like you have that yeah. in you mm-hmm. settlers of Catan or some shit yo don't talk shit on settlers dude that shit fucking <laughs> rips dude <laughs> i fucking love settlers yeah but no we all had that competitive drive because it's a, yeah. it's a survival drive yeah you know we have to compete for resources mm-hmm. you know so but yeah that's, that's, a, that's a great answer though like asking yeah. the right questions that's that's yeah. good advice yeah mm-hmm. it's good advice that you gave to those parents without kids yeah yeah like, yeah not having yeah, kids yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah all right so now we're gonna start popping open these chakras and i know we did this before uh you do know that the root chakra is located in and around the butthole but once we have consent we're always in there 
<laughs> we're, we're, we're always, no matter where he goes, yeah, no matter we're always, what time, we're we're just always in, there. in your butthole. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I asked my girlfriend the other day, I was like, Can you like check out my root chakra? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Who are these? Is, is, we have an interracial couple in your room. <laughs> Do you know these people, Lou? <laughs> Why are they in here? <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's us. <laughs> We're into some weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Ace, take it away. All right, so Lou, what is your favorite bullshit? Hmm. Can I, can I just, I, I assume I could just interpret this however? However, yes. yeah. That's what um, we'd like. My favorite bull. Oh, okay, you know what it is? It's um my, my like whole shtick while I'm waiting tables. Uh Okay. Yeah, like all my like jokes, all my entire arsenal of bullshit. I love it, dude. They're taught, dude. I like walk away from tables where I'm just like, I fucking so good at this. What's your like go to? Like you oh, just tone the pants off, so old ladies. Many. I have yeah. so many. All right. So the first one, let me think. The first one's uh, like uh, a classic, but I have my own little tag on it. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is, you know, it's a middle-aged woman's birthday and you mm. bring them, uh, you know, cake with the candle, you know, and you say, you know, happy 25th birthday. Uh. Classic. Everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But where I mix it up a little bit <laughs> is they'll be like, oh my God, you're so sweet, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll look at them and I go, I work for, thanks. I'm, I work for tips. I know how to do this. And then I walk away. Mm. Kills every time. <laughs> Kills every time. Mm. Uh Although I will say that does that it doesn't I can't stand. It doesn't get me tips. No, 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 no. I do, I do very well. But you know what I can't stand is like when it's like if it's like someone like, uh, like in their fifties, right? And I'll drop it and I'll be like, "Happy twenty fifth birthday," and they'll be like, "Uh, excuse me, it's twenty one." I'm like, "Okay, cunt, relax." Okay, I was already. We already know I was kidding, right? Yeah. You look like a handbag. <laughs> okay, shut the fuck up. I'm the one doing the jokes here, Yeah, bitch. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's a good one. Um, if I get uh, complimented on my service, I'll say, um, thank you. If you drop out of college, you can be a good waiter too someday. Mm. That's always a good one. Uh do you find yourself like laughing funny when you like, you're like, oh. sometimes, yeah, like, Some, like, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, which does, which bothers me, um, but I mean, that's almost like, a, that's all, like, dude, like the dumb fake laugh is almost like, a, like an evolved trait I feel like we have now, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's the people that use it when nothing funny was said that mm. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Okay. Um, which is weird, but uh, but yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll, you know, you got your the whole point of waiting tables is to be a ham, mm-hmm. and I am oh, is to be a ham and to serve ham. <laughs> <laughs> so I am. He works at Hammy's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm like built head to toe for it. Um, also, one of my favorite ones to do, and I've been doing this for years, is anytime someone asks me to take a picture, I will take a bunch of pictures, but I will sneak a selfie of myself. Somewhere in the yeah, role, yeah. the the camera roll. So there are, I'm not kidding, like hundreds of people across this beautiful nation of ours that have a picture of my stupid face in their <laughs> f- phones. Okay. And uh, yeah, that makes me laugh. But yeah, I am like unbelievably good at waiting tables. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it's like stupid how good I am at it. Which is like, you know, I've only recently started to get like, you know, hey, be proud of your job like yeah. you know i'm trying to find like you know 
pride in doing a good job at work. So, you know, but for a while I was like, I kind of fucking hate this. But now I'm like, ah, you know, it's not so bad. So let's say uh, we're at a restaurant. Okay. Ansley and I just sat down at a table. Okay. And you come over to us. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's, what do you got? Mm. Well, I'd probably give you away because you're a black guy, so I'm not trying to. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously she's paying. Oh, right, right, right. (laughs) Of course. Um, Well, let's see. So it depends. It kind of depends on the restaurant that you work at. So like I've only really worked at like really nice fancy pants restaurants. So it's like she's paying. Yeah, 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 100%. So it's like, you know, you can't just it's not like a TGI Fridays where you can just kind of go over, say hello and be like, what do you want? Okay. Like I have like a whole. He doesn't think we've ever been to a nice restaurant. He's like, you guys don't know. She said she never worked in a restaurant before. And and obviously Sydney's never been to a restaurant. So this is tough. I don't know how to explain this to you guys. You guys go, they're like, would you like a coat check? And Sydney's like, it looks fine. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I have a, um, like I have like a whole spiel where I have to like explain the entire menu. And then I I have jokes that are in the spiel. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that to me is like sort of like my indicator of whether or not like how like this table is going to be right. So you can't wait the same way on every single table. All right. So we're here for lunch. I don't work lunches. Soon. <laughs> okay, so we're here for dinner. Okay. So I would say, um, so I, I would come up to you and I would say, I would say, uh, I would say, excuse my interruption. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. Yeah. And then I would, I would normally, I would normally say like, how's Sunday treating you both so far? It's lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Thank you for Fan- asking. Fantastic. Um, and then I would be like, oh, uh, you know, I got water and bread on the way for you guys. Uh, is there? Uh, can I get you guys something to drink in the meantime? Oh, I'm going to be okay with water. Would you recommend a wine? Do you know what you want to enjoy for dinner this evening? I'm going to have a steak. Well, a steak. Okay, I'm I know what I want. <laughs> I know what I want to enjoy for after dinner. So give, her, <laughs> give her that wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a 2009 GHB available. Mm, I'll take it. Oh no, that's the date rape drug. That's why I he oh, said that. I didn't say it either. I was just like, he said, "Hell that. yeah, let's go." 2009. That's old, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, Thanks um, for fancy. Damn, I've no, never been date raped. That's, that's, that's the date that's rape. That's some drug. old roofie. That's yeah. A, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly roofie. that's exactly okay, what it I is. Got it. Um, yeah, give her that. But that's also. Uh, that's actually a really good one because when people are like, I'm interested in a glass of wine, what do you suggest? I always ask like, well, what do you know what you want to do for your entrees? Because depending on what you get, that's going to dictate what type of wine I'm going to suggest would make mm. me seem like a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but let's see, the the jokes that I have in the actual spiel are um, uh, because we have different types of oysters. So I always ask tables, I'm like, are you guys interested in oysters this evening? If they are, I tell them what they are. And if they're like, we're not interested, I always say, well, that's great because I just forgot what they were. So that works out for both of us. And everyone's like, he's good. He's yeah, funny. Yeah, he's yeah. a funny one. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, right. yeah. So I would probably say my favorite bullshit is definitely my restaurant spiel. There's actually once we had a lady come in who was, she got to eat for free because she was doing some kind of promotion on social media for us. Um, she worked for a radio station. I can't remember what the hell her name was, but, um, 
she was very cool, very sweet. And in this night, I was working with a like in a partnership. So sometimes it's kind of up to you guys. Mm. Normally, I like to work alone, but like depending on the situation, it behooves you to work with another person. I work alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I was working in a partnership with my buddy, and uh, so she all her food was free. So she you know she's stuffed. So she didn't know uh, if she wanted dessert or not. And I was like, well, "Why don't you order?" As a joke, I was like, "Why don't you order dessert?" And then I'll just eat it in the back. And she was like, "Oh, all right, great." So we brought her out a chocolate cake. We come back, check on her a few minutes later. She has one bite out of the chocolate cake, and she just goes, "This is for you guys." So I start hamming it up, right? I just go, oh my God, a chocolate cake. What are we going to do with this? I guess we'll just have to throw it away. So I take my buddy in the back and we start eating the chocolate cake. And he's like, this is, he's like, oh man, I can't believe we got this. And I go, oh my God. I was like, dude, take a huge bite of that cake. I'm going to do the same thing. And we're going to go back to that table with the cake in our mouths and start talking to this lady. And he goes, dude, are you, are you sure? And I was like, I, no one's ever asked me that before because every time I do bits in the restaurant, it's only just my own brain being yeah. like, what do you mean? Am I sure? I'm like, yeah. So we do it. We go over. We go back over to the table. We're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Kills. It, it murders, yeah. right? We're on our way back to the side station and I grab him and I go, if you ever question me <laughs> about doing a fucking bit table side again, I will kill you. And he was like, fair. That's fair. Dude. I was so amped up. Yeah. I was like, you sell wine, I'll do bits. Fucker. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and yeah. it's also, it's like, you, you know, especially in a, you know, especially when you go out to a nicer restaurant, one day you guys will. But when, <laughs> when, when, when that day come, comes, you know, whoever your waiter is, is like an integral part of your evening, you know? Mm -hmm. And again, this all comes with like years of practice, but it's like you get pretty good at reading the people that are like, oh, you want me to be your entertainment versus like you just want me to fuck off and take drink orders. Yeah. So it takes a little bit of, you know, finesse. Like I said, you can't approach. It's like it's like a crowd. It's like an audience. It's like you can't approach them the exact same way every single time. Like yeah. you have like the framework of what you want to do, but like things like inflection and tempo, like what you're going to open with, what you're going to close with, like things you want to talk about the room. It's exactly like waiting tables. It's like every single audience is like kind of different, but they're all kind of the same. I'm going to start booing waiters when they... <laughs> that Boo, is, that that's, sucked. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that, we'll call that a, 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 a root chakra pop. Yes. That's some good BS. That's some yeah. good fun BS. Oh, mm. it's the best. Yeah. So much fun. All right, Ace, keep moving. Right. Wait, what's with the what's Ace? What is this? Just a nickname. Okay. Have you always called her Ace? I uh, yeah. Mm. From like uh yeah, for about 24 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. My initials are A E C, so it's kind of close. I don't know how it started. Okay, so yeah. not Ace. Not Ace. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. that, I guess yeah. that, well, <laughs> that guy comes off the <laughs> tongue. Like, Take yeah. it away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can tell you I tell you exactly what it was. It was um so she came over to my room one day. In college, I was sitting in my room. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, had that uh, 2002 GHB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> chilling. <laughs> chilling in my room. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we, so we were in there. I was in there, and I was uh, a wardrobe closet with. Uh, it was a wooden wardrobe closet with uh, handle holes cut out of it. Okay, and I was sitting on the other side of my room, and I was throwing pens to see if I can get it into that hole. Okay, and she came in. She opened the door. Or maybe it was already open. I don't remember. 
But uh, she saw that I was doing that. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm throwing these pens into this hole. And then she picked up a pen in first try. Nice. Yeah. And then she, from that point on, she's, she was ace. All right. Damn, <laughs> right. yeah, that, that works. Yeah. That 100% works. Yeah. So I gave her that nickname. All right. Yeah. You can only get a nickname like that from a black guy. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our and one mixtape nickname. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So uh, Chakra Pop, Ace, yeah. take it away. So we're to the sacral chakra. So Lou, when or why did you feel the most lost? So we did it again. We just finished Lou's Patreon episode. We had a good time. It was a pretty quick one. We had, I'm not going to lie, full disclosure, I have a show to get to, and I'm still trying to make this as fast as possible. Yes. But $1 gets you all of our exclusive content on our Patreon, which we not uh, which not only includes the counter to this podcast you're watching right now, which we call Chakra Poppers After Dark, but we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Anthony's Jiu-Jitsu matches, and I'm looking to do some other stuff on the Patreon pretty soon, maybe some fitness-oriented stuff. Who knows? <laughs> Stop coughing. I'm trying to Hi. make this fast. And then... Uh, uh, also, check out Lou's podcast. <coughs> it's, called, it's, ni- it's called Night Moves with two very funny guys, uh, Sean Preston and Tyler Rothrock, who you've seen on the podcast before. But uh, yeah, check him out. Night Moves. Uh, check out the Patreon. Chakra Poppers After Dark. And now we're going to get back to this episode and find out when or why Lou has felt the most lost. Most lost. Um, I could take this metaphorically, but I'm actually going to take it literally, like the act, like a time I actually felt lost. So we were in, oh, I was in my neighborhood, which is like a huge, sprawling, like suburban neighborhood. Like it started with this one, and then as like the years went on, like they would just lop off giant parts of this forest that we were all living in and just kind of build like giant McMansions everywhere and shit. Mm -hmm. So the one thing I always prided myself on was the fact that me and my, my group of friends back then, like we knew the neighborhood, like the back of our hand, like no one could beat us. Like we knew exactly where to go. Like we knew all the shortcuts, how to get everywhere. Like, cause when you're in middle school and you grow up in the suburbs, all we did was smoke pot in the woods. That's it. So it's like, we knew everything. Like I could get to like random places in my neighborhood, like, secretly quickly it was it used to be so much fun but anyway so i was on this one path that there was a short uh shortcut through the woods and it would bring you out onto my side of the development and this was earlier on so i think we had like just found out about this one path and it like blew everyone's mind it would like save us like 45 minutes of walking because normally we'd have to like start here go all the way around but this one thing that we found in the woods was just like bang here we are so i remember i'd only used it like two or three times so i was like i kind of knew where it was but like i kind of didn't know like i knew generally in what direction i should be headed So I went down, I made a left off of this walking path into the woods, being like, all right, I know exactly where I am. And I started walking. And after about like three minutes, I was like, I feel like I should be on the other side of this. But again, like I, I hadn't been using it that much or just figured it out. So I didn't know. And then I kept walking even further. And then I got to a point where I was like, oh, I have no fucking idea 
where I am, which is scary because after being in this environment for so long that you think you know every nook and cranny of, mm-hmm. to suddenly be put in a place, especially in the fucking woods, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're looking around and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I actually had, like, it's like, it's, it'd be like getting lost in your own room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, I thought that I, so like on top of not knowing where I am, now I'm discovering a new place in an environment where I thought that there were no more new places to discover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, and you, did you spin around? Yeah, I got like all turned around. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah I, I like lost track of where the path was. Like I couldn't figure it out. And then I started to like kind of have like a panic attack. And I started to like kind of get like teary eyed. Like I like because I was like, <laughs> I'm legitimately lost. And then as soon as I started having that, I looked to my right. And in perfect woods fashion, there's a creepy old torture murder rape shack right there. Looks like no one's been in this thing since 84. Yeah. So now I'm even more freaked out where I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, not only am I lost, but that guy's got the 2009 GHB in there, dude. I'm going to get fucked, dude. Um, So I ended up freaking out and I started sprinting and uh, I ended up at like the top of this very, very long driveway. Uh, I would have loved to have seen his panic attack sprint. Like somebody who doesn't have a panic bone in (laughs) there. Listen, as someone... (laughs) His scarf flying in the wind. As someone, as someone who couldn't remember the word competitive about 20 minutes ago, yeah, dude, it's it's scary. I bet someone looked out of the murder shack and was like, oh, he'll kill himself. He doesn't. Yeah. I don't even need to. Yeah, don't uh, go out there. There's gay guys. <laughs> it was very like Snow White, like the branches again. I'm like, yeah. no. I wasn't even sprinting. I was grapevining yeah. out of the woods. He just kept falling down yeah. like in a Cleopatra pose. Yeah. <laughs> is somebody going to feed him grapes? Why is he sitting like that? <laughs> what is wrong with that I man? keep wiping my head like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I ended up at the top of like this very long driveway and... Um, you know, there was a house there and I was like freaking out. So I just tore down the driveway because I was like, at least this driveway is going to lead to a fucking road. And as soon as I got to the end of the driveway, it spilled me out right on uh, this intersection where I I knew exactly where I was. I'd like passed that long ass driveway a million times and thought to myself, I wonder what's up that long ass driveway. So yeah. yeah, that was legitimately, that was like the most lost I had ever been. And I like, yeah, it was like, it was, it was fucking scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucking scary. Dude, being lost is not a fun thing. No. Andrew, when he was sprinting, yeah. what sounds was he making? <laughs> one, two, three, four. One, right. two, three, four. <laughs> I have, I have in my mind what sounds like. Let's um, hear it. Yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know, later on, I discover that's the noise I make when someone's edging me. <laughs> Turns out my sprint and edge noises are exactly the same. I'm just running. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. What do you got, Ace? Nothing. What? Nothing? Oh, Nothing? Noises? What? Yeah, yeah. I, I think yours. I yeah, okay, think yeah, yeah. It. yeah. I, I, yeah. I nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that's fun. That's yeah. a fun lost story. Yeah, legitimately. Yeah. That and that's, was, uh, that's the sacral chakra popped. Yes, yes. It is. Yeah, you got Snow White lost in the woods. That's yeah. right. Uh, 
How did you get out? I had a bunch of birds carried me. <laughs> they just took my cape and helped me. They, yeah. They changed me, did my chores, and then carried me here. Nice. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> We're to the solar plexus, the chakra. Where's the where's the solar plexus? Your gut, like oh. your belly. Beautiful. So Lou, um, can you tell us about a time that you let somebody have it? Uh this dick uh oh yes oh my god yes i can <laughs> holy shit uh this was at work oh my god i can't believe i get to tell this story all right so i was at work and so i am like i'm like the least confrontational person on earth like to a point that even if i'm like getting in into an argument with someone like i will like I can put myself in someone else's shoes so well to the point that like I will not stand by my side of the argument. Like no matter what happens, like the way my brain works <laughs> is always like I'm an asshole, right? He, he Bugs Bunny argues. Yeah. yeah. Rabbit season. Duck season. <laughs> but it's just me. <laughs> so I will like always find a way, like my brain will always find a way to like make me wrong about whatever I'm doing. I know you cannot relate to this, but... <laughs> That's just the way my brain works. So anytime I get into an argument or... No, I think you're wrong all the time. Thank you. I absolutely can yeah, so that's You're not wrong. Um, so it's very rare in life that like I will like stand by whatever argument that I'm making, right? So because uh, it's just not... I'm not good at being mad. So I was at work. This was a few weeks ago. And I went down. I would love to see a non-competitive person throw a temper tantrum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's never thrown anything in his life. No, 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 no. Oh man, that's a great bit. That's a great test. You can't. Yeah. You couldn't even throw a temper tantrum. Yeah. I like that. Um, uh, it wasn't an accident. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I had put. Um, it was New Year's Eve. Actually, I was working, and I knew I was going out drinking later. So I brought a sandwich with me to work because now that I'm in my 30s, it's like if you're going to go out and party. It's like you got to prepare. You know, yeah. you can't just chain smoke cigarettes, go out and drink all night. So uh, I brought a sandwich to work, put it in the fridge. About halfway through my shift, I come down and I'm looking, and my sandwich isn't there. Mm. And I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Did somebody move it?" So. I, I I started looking at everybody because everyone we have a side state we only, we have one side station where everyone kind of like you know hangs out. So I looked at everyone. And I'm like, did anyone see a sandwich back here? And the service bartender looks at me and he goes, "Are you kidding?" And I go, "What?" And he goes, "Oh my god, I ate your sandwich." And like, it wasn't it wasn't that I was obs- I, I I didn't get amped up because I lost or someone ate my sandwich. I got really excited because my brain was like, I finally get a chance to be mad mm. and there's no way for me to like flip it so it's my fault. Like this is a hundred percent your fault. Mm. So I looked at them and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I said, you guys are cunts. And then I left and I was so excited that I got to be mad out loud without it be without uh, with no fault of my own that's a hundred percent your fault that you made me mad and dude it kind of like made my week i was like thrilled (laughs) anyway turns out what had happened is my buddy had had a sandwich there left in there from the night before the bartender asked my buddy do you have anything to eat my buddy was like yes i have a sandwich in there not knowing that i had already put 
a secondary sandwich in there. <laughs> secondary sandwich. <laughs> there was a secondary. So the lesson here is always bring a tertiary sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but they ended up buying me uh, buying me like a cheesesteak or something. So it was fine. But, it, you know, it, it only lasted like, you know, however, you know, uh, 10 minutes maybe. But you were righteously but mad. But dude, I was righteously uh, mad and it wasn't my fault. Yeah. And yeah. Like I've n- I never get that ever. <laughs> so it was just like a, it was like a crazy cathartic like, uh, awesome. I guess I won't blow something up later. But you stormed out of the room? Oh, yeah. I called everyone cunts. I said, are you fucking kidding me? And then I stormed out of the little side station and went upstairs because that's where I was working. I guess he can night. throw a tantrum. I can. <laughs> I can. It wasn't even, it wasn't even, I wasn't even yelling. It was more like, a, just like, you guys are cunts and then like left. And they felt very, very badly. They even, one by one, they would all come up to me and they were like, dude, I'm so sorry. And then I was like, once I found out that the second, guys. the second, you guys are cons. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> Flip this scarf and they <laughs> walked out of the room. They found me at the top of the stairs on the phone. My mom was like, they ate my sandwich. My mom's like, what have I told you about tertiary sandwiches, yeah. honey? <laughs> so yeah, getting being able to get mad at someone eating my sandwich was the last time I let somebody have it (laughs) i don't get in a lot of fights (laughs) it's not my forte yeah well i never (laughs) yeah i like it well this is a bee in my bonnet guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's uh i can't dude i'm so not used to it that like anytime someone like i get like starts to yell at me Mm -hmm. like i do like i start to get like choked up because i'm like i'm not used to it like this is not a normal thing that i've had mm-hmm. in happen to me like in my life i remember my manager yelled at me one time when i was still working in philly and i could feel myself start to like well up and eventually i was like bro it's like you're 26 it's like you're gonna people are gonna yell at you sometimes mm-hmm. you yeah. got you got to get over this yeah mm-hmm. it's not a big deal you know now so i try to like approach from the mentality of like oh, what are you gonna do yell at me like, yeah fuck off <laughs> What kind of sandwich was it, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? Ooh, it was uh, roast beef. Roast beef, provolone cheese, and some horseradish cream. Sounds mm. like a good sandwich. You, you made that sandwich? Fuck no, I bought it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. It would be worse if you made, if you like were spending the time to like make that sandwich and somebody ate it. That's tough. That would have been hilarious. Be like, I slaughtered the cow. <laughs> <laughs> that roast beef. All right. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that was the last time that's I had someone. One. Yeah, that's a good Let one. Let someone have it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the chakra popped. Yes, he he called. He he was mad at one person. He he diluted the the anger amongst all the people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. and then left the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there were two. It was there were two people involved. The one person who said that he could eat the sandwich, and the second person who actually ate the sandwich. Oh, some like somebody actually gave your sandwich away. Right, exactly. Not knowing yeah. that the sandwich was, you know, it was all it was all a hilarious misconception, but yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> Still funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's pretty funny. And that's the chakra pop. That's yes. a solar plexus chakra pop. Yes. Ace keep it moving. All right, we are to the heart chakra. So Lou, tell us about your deepest heartbreak. Well, one time when he ate that sandwich too. <laughs> fucking sandwich um all right so i've had two great heartbreaks in my life um i would probably say the 
first one was worse. Um, I don't remember if I told this. Did we talk about? Do you guys talk about relationship stuff in the first set of questions? Only if you take it there. Yeah, I don't remember taking it there. But I was twenty-two, I think, twenty-three. No, it must have been twenty-two. I just moved to Philly, and I met a woman at Helium, actually, um, who was uh, who I felt deeply deeply in love with um the problem was is that she was 11 years older than me mm. so it it we tried very hard to kind of look past the age gap but i mean especially like 22 to 33 it's like you might as well that's like a 20 year age gap it might as well be mm. you know what i mean like you know at that point you know especially uh you know, because women, when they kind of start to hit like their early 30s, they start to be like, you know, like, I don't necessarily want to get married or have kids, but whoever the next guy is needs to be a contender at mm. least or like yeah. a serious thing. And I don't mean to paint with broad brushstrokes. This is just the experience that I have had. Um, so, yeah, so a lot of I had I had had opportunities to date really cool you know, pretty nice, awesome people. But like I discovered that really what a relationship is or falling in love is, is that your your heart and your mind need to be on the same page. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing. Your dick too or pussy, whatever. But normally it's your heart and your mind. They all got to be on the same page. So every girl that I had met before meeting this one was always my brain coming up with like a list of reasons of being like, you know, this is why like she's cool, she's pretty, she's fun, she's funny, all these things. And my brain would create this list for me, but then my heart would always be the one that's like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's just not mm. there. I just don't feel it. Mm. And that was my experience for a long time until I met this woman where for the first time in my life, the opposite happened, mm. where my heart was the one that was like, dude, look at all of these reasons. This makes sense. And my brain was the one that was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, just logically, like, this does not make sense. Mm -hmm. Now, in retrospect, like, you know, I I, you know, I was going to say, could we have made it work? Maybe. But, like, we legitimately tried. Like, like it, it was the first time. It was the first time in my life that I had really felt that, like, life is not fair. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's all, I mean, it's true. It's like, you know, it's a corny cliche, but, like, it really is all about timing, you know? Mm -hmm. Had it been, had I been five years, you know, older or her five years younger, like who fucking knows? Um, but yeah, like, and we tried really hard. Like there was a while where like, she was like, I can't make this work. And then like for a while we were on and off for like, I don't know, like two, three years maybe. Um, but yeah, we would both try to make it work. And then like at the end of the day, it's just like that, 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 age thing like kind of just kept coming back and like in ways that like we planned for and in other ways that we didn't plan for and it just was what it was um what kind of ways did it come up that you didn't see coming like what like what what age gap thing was shocking um let me think uh 
Uh, I guess maybe because I was young, like uh, the kids thing was a lot or like the like the concept yeah. of getting married, you yeah. know, because yeah. when you're that age, it's like that's not even a fucking. Yeah, that's not you don't even think about that. Like no one's doing that. Mm hmm. Like to this day, and I'm sure this joke's been done a million times, but it's just like, you know, I'm I'm at that age where people are like, you know, I'm pregnant and I'm still my there's still a part of my brain that's like, what are you gonna do with it? Yeah. And it's like, we're gonna keep it, you fucking psycho. Yeah. We're in our thirties. It's yeah. like, oh right, of course, that's the thing you do. Um so yeah, it was just a lot of um, you know, me being naive and not under and not understanding, you know what I mean? And also, uh, you know, there was a lot of my own self doubt going on because you know she was a very um you know she had a great career like knew exactly what she wanted mm. you know and i'm like a dumb fucking like no 22 year old is smart like you know i was i was a fucking you know i was running food at restaurants like trying to get into comedy like i didn't know i didn't yeah i had no fucking idea what i was doing mm -hmm. so yeah that became a that at the time like that i was like my heart was like i like we will never get over this at mm -hmm. all you know the nice thing about heartbreak though is that like you know when i when the second one happened i was more prepared like it sucked for different reasons but you know until you it's not until after you get your heart broken the first time that you realize like okay this does actually end you know what i mean yeah. like this feeling will go away somebody just, else will come along yeah exactly like, but like when it's your first time it's like you have no fucking idea yeah you know especially when so i had dated someone briefly in high school and that was another time i guess you could say i got my heart broken but like this, you know, you really don't understand too. Like At that time, she was eleven years younger. Right, 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 right. right, right, right. Um, yeah, so that that was a lot of. Uh, yeah, you don't realize like how how much deeper heartbreak can get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until like you experience another one where it's like, oh, this is actually causing me like physical pain. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I literally felt like there was like a rock in my stomach. Like I couldn't get out of bed. You know, I didn't like eat. I didn't do anything. Like I was just like horrifically depressed about that. Even with the way that ended, like if you could do it again, would you have still? A hundred percent. I learned so much from this person and um, we always managed to. <laughs> like how to lift with your knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what time murder she wrote comes on. <laughs> um but no, she, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there has been anybody that is fundamentally like, aside from like my parents, um, she raised you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what's your biggest heartbreak? Oh well, this one lady God. adopted me <laughs> when I was oh 22. God, I like that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, she, uh, yeah, I, I, we also, we managed to stay, to always like kind of stay pretty close. Um, then I moved out to LA. We totally lost all contact because I was a monster of a human being back then. And then when I finally moved back, we started to kind of reconnect. And now she's like, she's like, uh, like she's back. Like she's like in the rotation of like, well, we don't, we don't you know, we don't talk as much, but like, you know, I, I still consider her a, a close friend and uh, an auntie. An auntie. <laughs> She's, 
and she's like she's like a mima. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm one of her pallbearers. She told yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's uh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful human being. Uh, but yeah, so that was um, yeah, that was definitely that was probably the worst. Again, the second one was also really bad, and that one is still like you know annoying to me. Yeah. But that one was uh, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to get over the second one or realize what was happening with the second one unless I had gone through that first one, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, you thank are. you. Absolutely. <laughs> More than welcome. Heart chakra popped. Yes. Yeah. All right. Hey, take it all away. We're to the throat chakra. So, Lou, will you tell us about a time that you were manipulated? Hmm. A time that I was manipulated. Honestly, maybe the second heartbreak. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily true or if that's like my brain, like kind of coming up for like a with a self defense mechanism to make it her fault Mm -hmm. so that uh, it doesn't, I don't put it on myself, (laughs) maybe. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I'm normally, it's, it's hard to manipulate me because I know I'm being manipulated, but I still just go about it. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I feel like in my brain, I'm like, it's so stupid where I'm like, you know, like if someone was like, if someone was manipulating me into picking up like this plant right here, like my brain is like, <laughs> is like, I know I'm being manipulated, so I win. Yeah. <laughs> it's right, like, yeah. hey, asshole, you're still lifting the plant. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's a, uh, that's a tough one. Um, maybe going to college, I guess, uh, might be a big one. Like, what do you mean? Well, just because this idea of like, you know, when you're, when you're younger, it's like learning to think for yourself is definitely like an evolved characteristic. Like you really need to, you need to trade in life experience points to unlock think for yourself. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like that's not a thing that like a lot of people, like that's like a trial by fire thing. Like you really have to experience stuff to start thinking for yourself. At least that's, that's, that's the one that I, that's the way that I came into it. Um, so I guess you could say I let society manipulate me into things. Like the only reason I went to college is because that's just what I thought I was supposed to do. Like I did not have, you know, had I, uh, had I unlocked self reliance at that point, I never would have went, but instead I ended up spending all this money. I ended up dropping out too, because I fucking hated it. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah, so I guess it's like I, I that's a pretty big one. Um Again, most of the times I manipul I get I feel manipulated is I feel like I did it to myself. Like I don't feel like other people are doing it. Like I feel like I trick myself into doing shit that I don't want to fucking do. Mm. Um I went to a bachelor party in Fort Lauderdale last year that I like manipulated myself into going and ended up like Basically, everything I thought was going to happen, like, happened. And it's just like, like, I didn't have the money. My best friend who was going to go dropped out. But for some reason in my head, I, like, I, I manipulated myself to go. Like, I convinced myself to go do this thing that I knew that I did not want to do. Like, had I yeah. just 
listened to my solar plex chakra, mm. I I would have gotten out of it. Um, I just wouldn't have gone. But instead, I ended up like spending money that I didn't have to go do like coke with, for three days with people that like I didn't really care about. Like, I, I don't know. It ended up being <laughs> it was dumb. It was really dumb. And what was the biggest sell for you to manipulate yourself? Into that situation? Yeah. The cocaine. That's what I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it ended up, yeah, it ended up, I, I'm, I'm trying to learn. I, I'm slowly learning that whatever my initial gut reaction is, is 99% of the time, the right thing. Mm-hmm. It's the right call. It's the right decision. And like I said, 99% of the time. So I'm trying to learn how to, listen to that more and i've gotten way better at it um at least you think you are and then like i said like the like you know the bachelor party happens and i'm like i, I let this shit happen again like it's stupid but i have gotten much better at it um so yeah i guess the only i guess really the only times that i can think of that i've gotten manipulated it's been myself doing it to me the call is coming from inside the house yes yeah you know which it could be. I mean, yeah, yeah. We we're, we're not asking for a time that somebody necessarily has manipulated you, but a, a time yeah. when like what? So what? Was I gave your, a bunch of money to this prince in Nigeria, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I would say that the way that I interpret that question would be on myself. All right, I think. Yeah, we can live with that. Yeah, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. You call that a chakra pop? Yes. Yeah. Um, Sounds like cocaine was doing the heavy lifting for that bachelor party. <laughs> but sure. Cocaine's done a lot of heavy lifting in my life. <laughs> yeah. Cocaine's the only thing that's ever lifted in my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll call that a chakra pop. All right. Yes. All right, Ace, take so it So we're away. to the third eye. Ooh. So, Lou, what's something that you like to get jealous about? I like to get jealous about? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess... Uh, my out of the holster answer was going to be stand up. Uh, do a lot of people say that, like comedy? Um, I don't think so. No. Yeah. But see, but then again, but that's also not true because jealousy and comedy, like, it's not a. F- I don't enjoy that oh, yeah, part each, of it. Each up and yeah, it really yeah. does. So I don't know. Oh, okay. How am I trying to? Fr- I just figured it out. Okay. My favorite thing to be jealous of is men of action. I love that. I love that (laughs) the guy who's like, I've got a plan. I'm like, fucking bring it to me, dude. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) Who goes first? Like, so I listen to a lot of like history podcasts, a lot of military podcasts. Like one of my favorite ones is like a Navy SEAL and he interviews like other um, special operators. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, so to like to sit there and listen to a Navy SEAL like interview a guy about like what Delta Force is like, like is like the most fascinating thing in the world to me. Like it's almost like um like how people are like obsessed with serial killers. Mm-hmm. Like I think the reason that obsession exists is because people's brains are so far away from that. Like they can't even comprehend like how that, how a serial killer thinks Mm -hmm. that it's inherently interesting where it's like, I can't even wrap my brain around like how you got there. I feel the same way about like a special forces person. Yeah. Yeah. Like to me, that's like, that is like, uh, like a a member of the Avengers. Cause it's like what they do is so outside of my comprehension and ability 
that it's like it that it's like the most interesting thing in the world to me like i remember Are you a david goggins fan i'm not so much into david goggins I don't like the you can do it. I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. I don't care. He's like, I, I don't care at all. I, I, and I'm, not I'm like, I truly, I'm like, I promise you, David, I cannot. <laughs> um, no, but I was listening to like uh, Jocko for a while, and Jocko had one of my favorite, one of my favorite podcasts I've ever listened to is, is with a guy named Richard Hayden, who was a Navy SEAL in Vietnam. And they're my favorite interviews to listen to because it's like people don't understand like this is before like like anytime a new special operations group is like invented, they're basically on their own. Mm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. basically like it's not like today where it's like so you have JSOC, right, which is Joint Special Operations Command. Those are the people that like dictate what exactly like, who is going where and doing what. Mostly when a new special force operations group gets created like i said they're on their own so like if you're a navy seal in vietnam in 1968 it's like you just pick out any place you can to set up shop you run your own intel you come up with your own missions you get your own ammo like it's just uh do whatever you want like like you know choose your own adventure type thing yeah and richard hayden had this fucking line in this podcast where he was just like describing the missions that he was going on. And it's just like the wildest thing in the entire world. And he tells story after story after story after story. And then there's just like this pause. And he just goes, yeah, Vietnam was awesome. And I'm like, <laughs> I want to talk to that guy. Like, what the fuck? He was yeah. like, he literally, and like, this is this will ruffle feathers, but he was like, anyone that got vest, he's like, anyone that got messed up from Vietnam was messed up before they got there. And I'm like, bro, I so don't agree with that at all. But like, can I buy you a beer? Like, <laughs> yeah. tell me everything about how your fucking brain works. Like, yeah. I can't even, like, that uh, dude that just fires me up like and i'm glad those people fucking exist and like yeah it's like that's a fun thing to get jealous of because it's like i'll never be that person so it's like i want to hear about all the absolute insane shit that you have ever done like it, that is the most interesting fucking thing in the world to me like i love that shit have you have you ever have you ever tried to become mm -hmm. tactically relevant <laughs> Yeah, when like I was what? when I was in high school, you like that? <laughs> I like that. Uh, when I was in high school, um, a very good friend of mine, I was telling him about that, you know, because when I was in middle school, I wanted to go to Annapolis, the Naval Academy. Mm -hmm. Like, I met with like uh, Congress people and shit because you got to get like a letter yeah. from like a senator or some shit. So I visited the campus and did all this stuff. Um, and then I started smoking pot and I was like, I don't want to do any of this. But mm. anyway, uh, so I told my buddy that and I, you know how much of a dream it was of mine to be a Navy SEAL. And he was like, dude, he was like, listen, if you are legitimately serious about this and he was, he's like one of the most in shape people I've ever met. He's like, if you're legitimately serious about this, <laughs> whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he's never poked himself in the eye, so... Uh, he couldn't hack it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was like, if you're serious about this, he's like, I, I every single day I will train you. And I was like, bet, let's do it. I made it like five days, and I was like, fuck this. I do not, I do not care this much. Uh, so yeah, so I had to put that dream to bed. Uh, 
but yeah, that was like, uh, yeah, that was like a huge thing in my life. I wanted to do that for so long. If I could go back and start over, I would do that. Yeah. For okay. fucking sure. Yeah. But it just because, you know, I couldn't do it. It's like that, that fascination with all of that stuff. You know, like I'm a walking encyclopedia of like military history. I just think yeah. it's fucking interesting as shit. But yeah, so it's like I yeah, those guys like I like being jealous of those dudes. That's crazy that you had that interest like that long ago. And like, you know, you're saying like asking people the right questions and stuff like because maybe you wouldn't be like a seal, but like there's places for people with knowledge and you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to get a podcast off the ground about it for a few years now and I, I've been slowly working on it. So maybe there's something to come of it because it's like, I don't know what to do with this information. Yeah. Aside from being drunk at parties and being like, you know, seal team six hasn't been called that since the eighties. And they're <laughs> like, all right, that's thank you for sharing. Also <laughs> keep both hands on the wheel if you don't mind. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just have all this fucking information. I don't know what to do with it. So maybe one day, I think a podcast might be coming soon. But we'll see. Cool. But yeah, right. so that would be my my answer. That's men a of action. Men, yeah, men of action. Men of action. It's a great thing to be jealous about. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Yes. Yeah. And it's also fun knowing that they are they are out there. Yeah. And you'll never have to be one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Not at all. I'm just like, you know, if the shit goes down, I'm like, brother, just tell me what we have to do. And they're like, we're going to run over there. I'm like, I'm going to die. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. That's like, God bless America, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that stuff doesn't happen here. We go to other places and yeah. they need to be men of action. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing that I don't, that I kind of get, I don't know. I'm in a weird, I'm in a weird bubble by myself. I feel like because I find that shit so interesting. And like the only other people that find that stuff really interesting are like, pretty hardcore like stand for the anthem type people and i'm like i don't give a shit about that at all like i'm not a super super patriotic guy so i don't know i gotta find i don't know how i'm gonna carve a niche out of that but well we'll see i'm fairly patriotic yeah Yeah. do you look into like are you into other people's like um equivalent to Navy oh 100 100 percent. i like uh i imagine they have less rules even um, it kind of depends if you're talking about like a Western power, it's like everyone kind of plays by the same rules. But even then it's like, so I read this, one of the most interesting things I ever read was an article about, uh, the crimes of SEAL Team 6, mm. because even though they have oversight, like there's still a lot of like, you know, Hey, you guys are on your own, like do what you want. Like, yeah. And they're, dude, I, I should send you the article. I read it like once a year. It's so fucking interesting. Like a lot of those guys. So there's four different teams within SEAL Team 6. It's actually called Dev Group, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Red Team is like the, those are like the the guys from what I'm to understand. And uh, they, a bunch of them think that they are like actual descendants from Apaches and um so one of their team leaders got all of them uh like these custom made like hatchets that they would like bring into combat with them and like there is literally no reason on god's green earth for you to go into a combat zone in tw- in the 2000s with a tomahawk like mm-hmm. you just do not need it and like they were talking about like people scalping motherfuckers like oh that's a good use for it real bad (laughs) yeah you couldn't scalp them without it (laughs) there was one story where um they were going to do a hit on this guy 
on like, I don't know, the Jack of Clubs or whatever the fuck it is. And before they left, like, I was like, uh, you know, the guy was like, I want his head on a platter. Like, just like, you know, like as a colloquialism, they came back with this dude's head on a fucking silver platter. Mm. Dude, it's <laughs> wild. I was joking. It's, I was kidding. Dude. Listening whoa, whoa, to a I, guy. I said that? <laughs> listening to a guy yell at a bunch of Navy SEALs. I was kidding. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a lot of, uh, you know, they a lot of, uh, this is like kind of where I, I don't mean to go on a tangent here or anything, but like there's a lot of, I, I don't know where I stand on this, but their whole thing is like, there's a big mindset of like, okay, well, if you guys are going to fight with terror, then like we're doing the same thing to yeah. you. So it's like, you want to behead someone on Al Jazeera? Like, guess what? You know, you want to play that game? Yeah. Let's play that game. And there's like half of me that's like, well, that's terrible. We shouldn't be doing that. And then the other, there's another half of me that's like, ah, yeah, like, I, yeah <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't really think I have too many qualms with what you do after you murder somebody in combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you're murdering them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, uh, I'm listening to uh, a book about the Silk Road and they're going through how it was developed and they had to get through the people of the steppe. Right. And at one point, uh, I think it was a, a Persian, a Persian emperor of some kind, uh, s- s- not Darius, but before Darius, he he started fucking with the people of the steppe. Right. And like, mm-hmm. Typically people left them alone, but he was like, I think I got them. Yeah, and dude, you don't fuck with the Mongols, yeah, dude. <laughs> it wasn't the, it wasn't the Mongols at this time, but it was it was it was before yeah it was before the okay, it, was, right. it was before the Mongols, and uh, so what they did is they they cut his head off, and they put it in a, a like a leather sack and filled that leather sack with his own blood, so that his thirst for power will always be quenched. Oh, it's like, damn. Yeah. It's like when you say it like that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to do it. Right? Yeah. You got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's a chakra popped. Yeah. That is a. Sorry. I didn't, sh- no. I didn't mean to go on a fucking. No, it's fun. Yeah. I like that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's interesting stuff. And then uh, Ace, take it away. All right. We're at the crown chakra. We did it. So, Lou, what makes you feel the most connected? Mm. Legos. Uh, <laughs> um, you know what? You know what it might honestly be is uh, is uh, talking shit in a green room. Hmm. I think that might honestly be it. Like, you know, when we were fucking hanging at Magoobies the other night. Mm. Uh, like, especially just because, like, I'm not... I'm not, like, in the thick of stand-up like I used to. Like, I'm not living in a city and doing it every day. And also my whole class is like grown up. Like everyone's got shit to do. Like we're not, you know, it's not like the good old days where we were at the same open mics every single fucking day. You know what I mean? So now it's like whenever I get a chance to like hang out with someone that I've known for years, um, it's also, it's kind of nerve wracking for me too, because it's like, because I'm not in it constantly anymore. Like there's always that part of my brain that's like, fuck like do i still have it like there's always something at least kind of nerve-wracking to me like when i walk into a green room and it's a bunch of people that i find funny it's like fuck like here we go like it's time mm-hmm. and it was actually funny because when i was hanging at mcgoobies i did not know that sydney was going to be there and i'm talking with uh naeem who i've only met like a few times and you know mccusker's headlining so he's kind of in his own world so i'm like oh great it's gonna be my me naeem um 
Dorian's there too. So I'm like, all right, yeah, this will, this will be a nice conversation. And then I didn't know. And then Sydney walks through the door. And in my mind, I just went, all right. Okay, here we go. Uh, here we go. I did not know if I had to be playing at this level right now, but okay. Um, but man, I'm telling you, like when everyone is just like on fire and like everyone has like their time to shine and like you're just like letting it rip. I mean, there is nothing that makes me feel like more alive or more in tuned with my surroundings than that fucking moment. And uh, it's even more fun because... At, Whenever, whenever that moment ends, I laugh about it for like, it gives me a high for like a week. Cause like, I'm just like, you know, it, it fires me up. It's like the whole, it's not only, not only is there no better feeling than gut busting laughter, but it's also, it also reinforces in my brain. It's like, all right, I still deserve to be in this fucking room, yeah. which is always nice. So it literally gives me a high for like a week. And then like all I do is laugh about it to myself. And the worst part about it is like, dude, I've had friends that are like, oh, hanging out with comics must be so much fun. And then they hang out with a group of comics and they're like, this is a lot. Like, I don't know <laughs> how to keep up or interject or anything. So it's so funny when when like my, my girlfriend will do it. Like she'll just catch me like after that show happened. Like she just caught me laughing my ass off to myself. And she's like, what is so funny? And I'm like, I can't really explain it. And she's like, <laughs> try. And I'm like, okay. So we watched a lady pistol whip her boyfriend. And then her boyfriend <laughs> threw plants at her. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. At one point, my buddy was like, these are my son's botany and botanical. And I'm like, dude, I'm like weeping with laughter because it's so fucking funny but like you can't explain it and then i was like i was literally like dying laughing in front of her and then i was like and then my buddy was like he hit her with the earth <laughs> she's just looking at me like are you fucking out of your mind i'm like i can't explain it but i mean you know i mean ever I, show you that video no it's oh, the dude a good time. Uh, dude if you ever want to have a good time show that video to a bunch of comedians in a green room and just let them yeah go but i mean i'm sure you get the same fucking high and feeling i mean is there there's not you know yeah with, with the right group oh you know, yeah oh it's, yeah, it's yeah, with, yeah, yeah when you have a when you have a fun group you know when when everybody's just having a good time and nobody's trying to socially climb right right, in right, the right moment right. or like have that thing where it's like they're clearly trying to like prove something you know oh, yeah I mean? establish where they are in the hierarchy but even though yeah. but that but it's funny that i say that because like i i'm i'm in my brain like doing that like yeah. not not so much like i'm not trying to establish myself in the hierarchy i'm trying to establish myself with my friends you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. so i guess it is a little bit different but like especially like when not one person is like controlling the tempo where it's like i'm sure you've done this too where it's like uh, like i've been in a green room with people mm -hmm. and it's like all right, guess I'm doing all of the heavy lifting for this riff session. Oh, yeah, uh, Thanks, guys. Uh, this yep. is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's not fun for me. Um, but yeah, but it's just like that whole... I was trying to explain it to somebody, and I, I don't know, maybe I explained it on a podcast at one point, but it's just like, it's like you take it here, someone takes it here, and it's just this constant go, go, go until somebody says something and everybody dies and the whole thing breaks down. And then you start again. It's just yeah. bang, 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 bang. It's like, yeah, like everybody needs a reset. Like yeah, you got, exactly. I, I need to breathe. Can we just all just shut up and look at our phones? For yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. And then somebody <laughs> says something, and then it's just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. 
Um, you know, and it's also, it's fun to do that too. Like, obviously with you, we've been doing that for years, but like, it's also nice too, to do it with someone like, um, Naeem, who like I had met only a handful of times and, uh, you know, Dorian too, who like, I, I, I know more than I've known Naeem, but it's so fun to like, you know, also have these moments with new people, like people that I've not had this with yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's the fucking, it's the best. It's like, it's the, the best high, um, you know, especially when it's like, it's also, it's a total lesson in trust. It's like trusting yourself. It's like your brain, you don't have time for your brain to be like, this is funny, say this. It's just your mouth being like, bang, I got this, I got this, I got this. And it's just, it's the best. And there's nothing better than making, you know, the people that you also respect laugh their asses off. Yeah. You know? Like, dude, that was such a fun fucking night. I had such a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. It was a good time. And that's, uh, and Luby did it again. Yeah. Chakra popped. Boom. Crown chakra popped. Boom, baby. How do you feel, man? Horny. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Yes. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And so uh, I hope you guys also feel horny out there after experience and hanging out with us for uh, the time that it was. And you can have more of that because we're about to hop into this Patreon. One dollar gets you all of our exclusive content on the Patreon. Uh, we have the counter to this podcast, which we call Chakra Poppers After Dark, where we're going to enlighten uh, Lou's shadow self. And we also do some fight commentary and analysis on there. And uh, I will, I won't, I won't do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I promise you, I will not do that. Yeah, and uh, I fo- I forgot to even mention that we're gonna uh, add a feature where you can start giving us answers to some of these questions, and we'll start giving those. An- we'll, we'll we'll riff on them on the podcast with our guests and stuff. We'll yeah. have a good time with that. So yeah, anywhere, uh, any social, any social media on the Patreon, you can give us answers, and we'll we'll. Uh, answer it. Do you have something to say? Yeah, real quick. I have a podcast called Night Moves. It's literally three of the dumbest people you'll ever meet in your entire life uh, just talking about shit. Sydney did it. Yeah. It was a good time. Uh, so if anyone's interested, check out Night Moves. Yeah. With uh, Tyler Rothrock and Sean Preston, also with Lou Miziano. It's a fun podcast, a very fun dynamic. Tyler Rothrock has been on this podcast back when we were something else. Don't dead name us. Mm-hmm. No, it was Two Jack. He was, he was with us when we were Two Jack Bros. We're going to okay. get him on here. So was soon. I. Yeah. yeah well, I, but he's not here. Oh, okay, I'm trying fun. to sell the. Fu- Night moves. Sorry. Check out Night really, Moves. I really, I really poked myself in the eye. On that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love you guys and we are out. See ya.